Welcome, everybody. Good morning, and welcome to the Flipping Made Easy studio right here in Matawan, New Jersey, for the Chop Sports Daily with Sturch and Gooch, and of course, Dina producing Ash in the house as well. Happy Super Bowl hangover. Happy Valentine's Day to all you lovers and loveys and whatever. I mean, if you're into it, great. But uh, I'm sure it's like not really a Valentine's. Yeah. It's a Hallmark holiday. I'll stand by that. Um, first and foremost, right to the chat. Mark, good morning. Patrick, good morning. Congrats, bro. Big, big winner or one of the big winners of the Super Bowl pool. Um, great halftime show, we saying. I agree with that, but we'll get into that in a minute. Um, first and foremost, if you guys are watching this right now on YouTube, which, by the way, I do not have the live count anymore. So that's a, that's a, that's a different thing. That I can't see with this new yeah, system just, we have This going whole thing on is unnerving to me. I already tried to uh, do something that I typically am able to do, but I'm not right yeah, now. Yeah, we're going to so. try. We're, we're leaving all the faith in Dina right now uh, as she is really going to be producing this show going forward because we got a 37-foot wire from hardwired in, and that looks stretched out to hell. Oh, my God. I'm looking at it right now. It's very, very uh, nerve-wracking over there. Is that <laughs> doesn't matter. Anyway, if you're watching this video, please do me a favor before Ashley murders you. Like it right now. Like the video. Subscribe to the network. Subscribe to the channel. Subscribe to everything Chop Sports related. Uh, also, if you want to support us, be sure to go over to patreon.com backslash Chop Sports. $3, $5, or I want to also thank everybody who participated in the $50 and $25 box pool. You've all graciously tipped out Chop Sports uh, so far, and uh, we thank you for that. So that's very helps us out. Helps keep the lights on, literally and figuratively, in Chop Studios over here in Matawan. So thank you for that. And of course, we want to also talk to you guys real quick about Dat Chat. Go over to Dat Chat right now. Join the the uh, the Facebook group. Brand new uh, method of social media, which, by the way, I don't know about you, Gooch, but I'm getting friend requests from plenty of bots uh, that are saying, want to sex? Yes, now? And I'm like, yep, let's do it. And this is on Dat Chat? It's on Dat Chat. So they, they exist yeah. everywhere. I get it on Instagram all the time. It's just like, you, uh, you are now being followed by, like, Booty cheeks, 37,424. And I'm just like, nice, right? And then you can see, like, the mutual friends, and it's, like, three of your creepiest right. friends that you know. <laughs> right. I, dude, I've seen that before. I'm like, and, I, and in my head, I'm like, wow, those suckers got duped. That sucks. Like, that that's really sucks that you actually said yes to this. Uh, but anyway, that chat, go check that out. Also, Lilac and Sage, you're going to be hearing a commercial today on the podcast forum. I want to thank those guys for coming on as a sponsor. It's a woman's boutique, which, by the way, I learned where the boutique was over the weekend. It's not your typical store. It's like they have like a certain amount of things, and then once they sell out, they replace it with something else, and it's all like f relatively cheap stuff. So you can actually go over there and, and actually put in the 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 what you call promo code chop ten, and you'll get ten percent off your bill, which already is a small bill. So we actually made uh, Dina her 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 commercial debut. So you'll hear that on the podcast form. Uh, she teamed up with me, and we got that done. Also, starting next week, we'll have the official reads in front of us. It's going to get real official around here, but we have been accepted, and um, we have agreed to terms with Manscaped. So there is going to be a massive— I'm waiting on my package. Bro. I know, literally and figuratively. <laughs> no, 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 no. Not, I'm not— well, You I have guess. your package. Now you're waiting on a new package. They're sending us products. They're sending us shirts and boxers and all that stuff so we can generally actually feel the, um, the perfect— uh, whatever the hell they're sending us. So we're excited about that manscape. I'm talking about the trimmer. We're getting a trimmer. Right? Oh, we're getting everything. You're getting yeah, yeah. Like, trimmer, body wash. I'm good on like boxers, I'll take boxers. I'll take all that stuff. But I want you're the getting manscaped the long. I think the lawnmower 4.0 is what they're calling. Oh, it. Oh, really? So we got the upgraded. I one. think so. So let's let's wait and find out. We'll we'll get that this week more than likely, and next week starts the official partnership between Chop Sports and Manscaped. So we want to thank you guys for watching, and uh, we'll see you tomorrow. No, uh, we have ourselves a heck of a show lined up because we are now. Now in the most depressing day of the year, and that's the official end of the football season. The Super Bowl has come and gone. The Los Angeles Rams are the Super Bowl 56 champions. Congratulations to them. Congratulations to all the players, the coaches. We'll get into all the storylines, but overall, Gooch, did you enjoy the game? Like the, I did. The game I did. itself. I didn't have any stress during the game. That I was a nice, nice Zero thing. bets. I mm -hmm. knew my Super Bowl numbers were terrible, so I wasn't even looking ahead to winning anything there. And, yeah, I just had no skin in the game whatsoever. I like Joe Burrow. I was predicting the Matthew Stafford thing, so I would have been happy either way, either being right or being wrong and Burrow getting the dub. So um, it was a good game overall. I enjoyed it. Halftime show, I think. Um, you know, you want to get right into the halftime I, I think show? we should because, you know, that's what the, the buzz is about in the, in the comments section early. I wasn't really 
Like, I don't think it was the best halftime no. show by any stretch no. of the imagination. I thought it was fantastic for what it was. I think that the biggest disappointment of the whole show was, and I'm not talking about 50 Cent being fat now. I'm talking about just... <laughs> he's now, he, no, no, I'm, refer to him as a full dollar. No, he's... I <laughs> he's a silver him, dollar. He, like about, gained about a quarter. Okay. I, I wouldn't put him <laughs> so as, he's around as 75 a full cents. dollar. He's like a, about 75 All cents. All right. But <laughs> it wasn't that, that they brought 50 out as a, the surprise guest, which was cool. You know, everybody loves their, their 50 Cent, and you know, but... They made it seem like they were about to drop a Tupac hologram on the stage, and I they know. failed to do that. And I think that was the big takeaway for me was they dropped a couple Tupac beats in there. They had California Love. It would have been nice to see them bring out the whole Coachella hologram. They definitely got the money for it, there. so it's not like they, I mean, they yeah, definitely have the money. It's they, Dre. Dre owns the world at this point. But I will say this. As an Eminem fan and one of the stands of Eminem, right, from way back when and all the way through his career, the fact that they only gave him one song, like also, that was kind of also, and that song, like you they did left, eight mile, they, like, they left a lot on the table. We'll just yeah. say that. We'll just say that. And honestly, after the halftime show, it looked like uh, Matthew Stafford was right back in Detroit because as soon as they came out in the second half, he was playing Detroit Lion football right away in the third quarter. Uh, I got a question coming up here, Anthony G. Thoughts on the Rock? Look, I am a very big fan of the rock right everything he touches turns to gold he's a he's a movie star he, he's got everything the brand the under armor everything right that was by far the worst thing i've ever seen him do like that was the corniest and i love the rock like i'm a big fan I've of been, every i've movie. been off the rock for a while i, I just tommy d said tupac was at the top of the stadium i don't i don't recall that at all was i not watching the right game or i didn't see i didn't that, see that at all so maybe now. he's maybe he's just making a joke but anyway back to the rock for a second his whole, like, first of all, the teams are on the field. The, 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 the kickoff is about to happen. You can tell the players are getting, like, restless. And he's like, okay, finally, right? And he's doing I'm like, okay, first of all, thank God you didn't pause at your millions. Because I don't know if you know this, but during his classic promo days, he would say, and the millions. And he would pause. And the rest of the crowd would say, and millions. But he did it himself because he knew that if you weren't a wrestling fan, it was going to be silent. <laughs> Like there's not I mean, gonna yeah, be I'm like, responding. what are you even talking about? I, I understand now that you said it, but... I he mean, said, like, and the millions of fans, like, enough he rolled right rock into it. Already. I'm tired of hearing, like, Rock having to either, like, co-sign what somebody said in the public or Rock supports this guy. No, Rock is not a fucking politician. He's he's an actor and a wrestler. Enough is enough with The Rock. Move Chris on. Payne, The Rock is a new Samuel L. Jackson, never turns down a role. <laughs> I mean, that's, like, that is legit. That's perfect, Payne. Good job on that. That was actually oh, really man. funny. Because also, what was Mary J. Blige doing out there? Uh, 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 calisthenics. Yeah. <laughs> when she fell at the end, I don't think that that was in the the act. Did you see her fall back on her on her back? I said it the whole time. I'm, I'm watching. Sure like, she's she gonna fall. I'm pretty I sure mean, she just fell. Like, I mean, no, she she is old. God so bless her for. She's wearing old. That. You know, she's uh, she's dating Sterling Shepard. Is she Giants. really? Yeah, he's like 26. She's I mean, like he hasn't been relevant since the boat picture. But I, <laughs> I would say that the halftime show, The Rock, the whole... The, was he relevant even in the boat no, picture? No, I don't think so. I mean, I he was in the back with a, uh, a blunt in his hand. Nobody wanted to talk about that. <laughs> but anyway... I find no issues there. To be she honest. was having a heart attack. She couldn't breathe when she had to sing. So yeah, another thing. I could tell that everybody actually sang. So you could tell that. There was no lipping going on. I think it was a legitimate performance out of everybody. Dre, first of all, hasn't aged one bit. Looks great. I think Dre looks amazing. great. I think they all looked like they were 150 years old. Yeah. I have no idea what you're talking about. No, I, yeah, think, I think Dre looked great, bro. I think the only one. The Eminem best, looked obviously I'll weird you, with the, the best, black The best beard. thing about the entire halftime show, Kendrick by, Lamar far, sucks, by far to by me, way. Kendrick Lamar's act, he was just outshined by bigger stars. But Kendrick Lamar doesn't suck. That, that His performance sucked. sucked. 50s was worse. But the fact that they had Snoop Dogg full bandana out, right? He was actually wearing a bandana, right? A blue bandana. That was his outfit with the with the gang sign markings on it. So he was cripping it out. And he was crip walking on the <laughs> national stage, international stage at the Super Bowl halftime show. You got Snoop Dogg crip walking. And pretty much the entire dancers, was they were all crip walking. Yeah. So it's like, that's how far we've come. But at least Snoop isn't a gangbanger because I, I think in the, the in the halftime show commercial they had Snoop as like the the new Howard Stern for the next top song or the next hit song. So Snoop officially sold out. Yeah, Snoop is Snoop's a national treasure though. Like he's like forever gonna be remembered. But I will say that um, one of the funnier comments that came up on my feed when I said I liked I like personally I liked it. I liked it because I the nostalgia of it. Great. What, could it have gone longer? Could it have been a little bit more energetic? Yeah, I think so. They didn't perform as good as they should have. But again, they're old, so it's like, who knows? But the best comment, bro, on mine was like, 
I think it was Cousin Vinny. He put like, this halftime show sucked. And it was just a picture of all the accounts that say it. And it was just old, white, rickety <laughs> old men. They were like, screw it. And then the next comment was somebody that I know. He was like, this sucked. And I was like, see above picture. <laughs> you were literally that guy. Oh, my goodness. I'm not that guy. I don't think it sucked per se. I, I think don't think it sucked I, at I, all. I'm going to be honest. I don't think there's ever been a worthwhile or there's no point to the halftime show Michael for Jackson, me. Michael Jackson, 92. The weekend I mean, the, last you could year say Prince. Amazing. The weekend was good. Bruno Mars, I think, Bruno was the best. Bruno Mars is best. But one of the best. Usually, like, I don't give a shit about the halftime show. I didn't yesterday. I think that they left a lot on the table. I did watch for obvious reasons because, you know, the nostalgia thing, like you said. But I, I came away from it like, eh, they could have done a lot better. And I don't really want to see a bunch of old men rapping on stage at this point in my life. And I consider Eminem an old man, even though he's probably younger than me i mean like i said he has a million hits and they made him do the b rabbit you know like and i get it detroit sure i don't know i, I don't know whatever anyway halftime show was great uh anyone sure else think the stage sucks. was going to collapse when they moved <laughs> shook a hell of a lot yeah that thing um it was like a whole town the whole the bottom of it when kendrick lamar was doing his thing like they were like dancing on like an overhead google maps <laughs> view of the entire thing i think the stage was pretty do uh dope um what did I write? Was it dope ski? That was not, I did not say that. You know what's funny? Somebody else brought that up in another comment on a totally irrelevant non-chop sports thing. And he's like, I listened to the show enough to now where I'm starting to say things like that. And I'm like, well, that's 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 the goal ski here, folks. To get you to talk like Sturgeon Gooch. Um, but yeah, so that, that halftime pre-show, all that stuff. You know, the I don't know how many people actually placed a bet on the national anthem. I did not. Um uh, however, the, the the betting started with the the flip of the coin. It was heads. If you listen um, to the sauce, he gave a little free one away on the props in terms of the touchback minus one forty good value. The opening kickoff is a touchback. He he said like he said the stat it did hit the the opening kickoff was in fact speaking a touchback of that cash minus one forty, which I did not bet. Speaking of that, I will say that the prop results. Uh, I went for, we did eight props. We went four and four. I went four and four. Chris went three and five. The sauce took it. And he went five and three. So congratulations so to the, the donkey. I was, I'm glad we didn't do anything because I took the L, but I had the donkey loss for sure. What's the donkey loss? What does that mean? Or the donkey prize. So whoever, when we, when we made up the game, me and Kyle, we were going to oh. do a thing where like the yeah, loser right. has to do something shitty. Well, good thing for me. We didn't come up with it because I'm not doing anything we, now. That, um, I finished second in whatever Kyle invited us to. And then we don't even know who won our fantasy, like our fair postseason. Yeah. Kyle's got to get on that as well. I don't know who won that thing. I don't even know who's in the league going into the Super Bowl. I have no idea. So there's got to be some kind of prizes going around. Some people still owe money. We owe other people money. Um, Chop sports playoff winner. Yes, that, that he just said that. 11-14 comes in. So, yo, can we get a shout-out to the Chop Sports playoff winner? Yeah, well, well we don't know. Well, I have no idea. You weren't even... You weren't even well, in that. Scoop this is Scoop Scoop's thing that he ran. This has nothing to do with you. Oh, then you, who won? I don't know. Won who won it. that? He won it. Huh? He He's won talking it. about himself. He won the damn thing himself? Dave, do you have, Dave is so lost right now, I promise <laughs> Definitely. you. Definitely. No, because he ran in the ESPN he ran thing in ESPN that I didn't do the picks do. in. Yes. Okay, so that's that's on me. Um, I didn't that's know exactly what the hell he was talking about. But, yeah, shout out to him. Next, uh, yeah, Anthony coming up. What's next? Day, Daytona 500? 1,000% yes. Mm-hmm. Um, but just hopefully baseball around the corner. Around now, you'd be like, hey, pitchers and catchers are Trying report. to come up with some way to do some home run pool or 20, 13 run pool. 13 maybe. run pools are cool. Uh, uh, I was in a couple of those. Uh, but, yeah, let's get into the game, right? I mean, because we all watched it. The Rams obviously win it. Um, they're, that's their first Super Bowl since 99. And the last time they did that was the show, the greatest show on turf. Uh, with Warner and Bruce and Holt and Falk and all those guys. So the Bengals, uh, they get there. They fall short. That's unfortunate. But storyline-wise, there was a lot. A lot. Um, Dina bringing up the first one. Cooper Cup wins MVP. Also concussed out of his mind, by the way. That, like, my brother texted me right after, and he's like, wow, man, look at that speech. Like, Cooper Cup is like, you know, he's ice in his veins type thing, right? He's so laid back. He's so, I'm like, in my head, I'm like, he's on Dream Street right now. My man got lit up in that final drive. I don't know if it was in his head. I think that was a clean hit. The, uh, the Rams got a break on that one, I think, because I don't think that was a – I think that should have been clean. They should have gotten a 10-yard ten ten yard penalty, penalty back. Yeah. As we talk about that drive and the refs, it's it's a tough one because I think a few of those were guaranteed penalties, but a few of them, like, you got to let them play because you let them play the entire game. You can't start calling penalties like that with a minute and a half to go. But as far as Cooper Cup goes, because that's what we're trying to talk about here, 
I would say Cooper Cup now with the Super Bowl MVP, him having the triple crown. Granted, he he won the Offensive Player of the Year, not the actual MVP, which is I think the most you could get out of a receiver at this point. Right. I would say that Cooper Cup had maybe one of the greatest seasons ever by a football player in terms of personal accomplishments. Right. Triple wins crown. a Super Bowl, wins a triple crown, hundred set records across the board in terms of catching the football, and then he goes out there and. If you look at the game against, uh, was it Tampa, him having those big plays down the stretch? Yeah. Just what he's been able to do in the fourth quarter of these games, and in tip, in particularly the the final drive or the, the game-tying drive of all these playoff games, it's like Cooper Cup. I'm not going to put him above Devontae yet because I'm a <laughs> of course not. homer, but damn, man. Cooper if you Cup, weren't a homer. Special season. It's, I, it's, it's hard to even ask you this. If you weren't a homer, would you put him up there? I mean, Cooper Cup, I'm not saying he's worse than Devontae Adams. Devontae Adams has been proving it longer I would take Cooper Cup over Devontae right now, as as age says you would do that. But mm. yeah, Cooper um, Cup. A lot of hate coming in on Jalen Ramsey, um, mm. saying he's garbage. Now let's be honest; he couldn't make a play on T. Higgins because he got his head turned around, literally, physically removed. <laughs> like his head was almost twisted off. You know what I'm saying? Like what what are we doing here? Like that. that first of all, it's one thing for a no call. I get that part, but that's a big no call. And then you know deep down in your core you know that there's going to be a makeup call. Like, it's going to come no matter what. And on third down of all time, they call one on the on the linebacker holding the tight end. I was like, you got to be kidding. Like, no way did they just you, call you that. You really think that they gave him a makeup call? I, I can't imagine that. Because that you know what? They were probably thing. hearing it the entire second half. That play came early in the second half, kind of started the second half with a boom and a bang, and all of a sudden you're probably getting chirp, chirp, chirp. From the Bengal sideline or from the Rams sidelines, like that was garbage. That was garbage. McVeigh all over Eli Apple, not greater than Jalen Ramsey. Sorry, stop <laughs> that scoop. Uh, you don't want to get banned from this thing, do you? Um, uh, o plus came in. Did anyone think that the Rams would lose this game, even if it meant getting help from the Zebras? Come on, look. We collectively, besides the spread, we all knew. We all kind of felt the Rams were going to win the game. Right? I feel like I feel like as far as the the refs went, because there was bad calls both ways. Let's just call it a wash. So the Rams won straight up as far as I see it. It was a bad call. I do think Jalen Ramsey didn't play well because there was other there was other plays where he was out of position. In that one, honestly, he might have picked that ball off because that's how lined up he was in that. But he also might have gotten mossed and, and Higgins might have caught the ball anyway, but I doubt it. But as far as the refs go, yeah, I don't I don't think that they really came affected the outcome if everything was played straight up. You're gonna get those things in a in a football game. It's fine to me. Oh, I, I, there's again. And yes, I did think the Rams had a chance to lose. Obviously. I mean, in that last drive, sure. Uh, if you're if you're watching this video, ladies and gentlemen, please give me uh, give us a like. That would be great. Like the video, subscribe to the channel. We did really well last week. Uh, Kyle show did very well. His second video did very well. Also, the subscriber count went up about thirty people. So we definitely are gaining traction there. So if you haven't liked or subscribed to the channel, please do so as well. Um, Chris Payne coming and saying if there was a offensive line on the Bengals, that the Bengals win that game. Take away all those sacks. You think that that's the, that's the biggest difference? I mean, mean yeah, you could make the case, of course. But if you take a, if you have more offensive linemen and you're paying offensive linemen, then what are you losing? Because if you would have drafted offensive line this, you this year in the Chase. first round, you wouldn't have Jamar Chase. So right. you can make the case, of course. If their offensive line played better, then of course. But you're going up against Aaron Donald, Von Miller. I think the the offensive line played particularly well, Ooh, yeah. all things considered. Ready for this? You agree with the Bengals going for it on fourth down opening drive? Absolutely not. No shot. Absolutely not. That is that is your head coach trying to flex on his boy, McVay, saying, watch this. Like, do not. I don't think it's him do, trying to yeah, flex oh, he's on trying his boy. Coach. I don't think it's, yeah, he's trying to, I don't think it has anything to do with, I know you personally, so I'm going for it on fourth down. Any situation right there. The, the analytics say go for it because getting the yard there. Yeah, I'm I mean, saying in that spot, though, I just can't do it. No way. Not the way my defense just played in the first opening drive where they sacked Stafford, I believe, almost twice. Or they had tackles for loss on one play and then a sack on another play. So, yeah, I'm not – I'm kicking it and making them go 90 yards. I'm not giving them two first downs and easy points. No. Not going to happen. I'm not sure. Uh, Ken Palman, by the way, congrats. You're one of our winners on uh, the box pool. The second third down play, Henderson got mugged. They made up for it on the third down call. Guys, behind every great sports fan is a spouse or a significant other that tirelessly puts up with us day in and day out, and sometimes they're even bigger fans than we are. At Chop Sports, we're all about helping all brands expand their business, and today we want to talk to you guys about a women's clothing company out of North Carolina called Lilac and Sage Boutique. Tell them, Dita. 
Lilac and Sage Boutique is a veteran-owned, LEL spouse-operated boutique based out of North Carolina. They were founded by those who serve. Their goal is to continue their service by providing affordable clothing to other hardworking women. They ship orders all over the world. They have all sorts of amazing styles, ranging from women's tops, rompers, to sundresses. I myself have already purchased way too many items, and I'm coming back for more. Guys, you have to act now, and at checkout, be sure to let them know you heard about them via Chop Sports by entering the code CHOP10 and get 10% off your purchase at checkout. Visit them online right now at www.lilacsageboutique.com and follow them on Instagram and Facebook, at Lilac Sage Boutique, and join their mailing list like I did so I don't miss any of their new arrivals. You heard it from the producer herself, ladies and gentlemen. Check out lilacsageboutique.com. You know, myself and Gooch are both getting a little older. One of the first things to go is your vision. Thank goodness for our hookup over at Absolute Eyewear in Woodbridge, New Jersey, right on Main Street next to the train station. They have glasses for all ages, all budgets. They have safety glasses, sports glasses. They are a full-service powerhouse offering eye exams and even free lenses for the kids. They work with BCBS, AAA, AARP, giving massive discounts. They're open five days a week, closed on Wednesdays and Sundays. Call 732-326-3937 to get your first pair of Ray-Ban, Burberry, Coach, Polo, you name it, they got it. Go see Craig and Johnine right now. Maybe, and maybe he's going back to the to the makeup call. Um, but in any event, Cooper Cup, your MVP, congratulations to him. What's next, Dina? Ah, here's a healthy conversation to have. Aaron Donald played out of his mind last night. And, of course, yes, the Bengals' offensive line was definitely left to be desired. You know what I mean? Like, they were not that good. Um, and, and obviously, Burrow went down a bunch of times. I believe it was seven, if I'm not mistaken. Seven sacks, something to that effect. So, basically, a Tennessee thing all over again, minus two. But Aaron Donald proved to be the greatest defensive tackle to maybe ever play the game. I think. I think he was in the conversation already. And but. now he just proved it, and he solidified it with a ring and everything. Like, there was other guys. Like, I was sitting with my boy Mark watching the game, and I said down, I was like, there's a chance for him to be written off into the sunset and say, like, that's the greatest D-tackle to ever play. And he's like, no, Warren Sapp, this, that, and oh. the third, John Randall. And I'm just like, I get it, different era, but this guy manhandles people. And when the, the, the game was on the line – who was the guy to get up on Joe Burrow? Which, yeah. By the way, he could have caught that ball, I thought. Who? Uh, Perrine. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. It was right there. I was like, oh, shit. I don't think he was ready for it. I That's thought you were problem. talking about a pick. I was like, wait, he dropped a pick? I, did no, I no, miss no. that? But, yeah, no, Aaron Donald, there's rumors now that because he won the Super Bowl, he can leave the game on the highest of horses, right? I don't know if that's the case, but he's made a lot of money, and he wants to spend time with his family. Like, this could be a real thing. He can kind of contemplate this. We already know Whitworth is done. He said it. He announced it. Whitworth is done. He wins Walter Payton Man of the Year. Then he wins the Super Bowl. You know what I mean? So now he's literally Aaron, riding off. I'm going to answer it. Aaron Donald's not retiring. It's all, it's all him getting asked questions. Aaron Donald didn't come out and say, guess what, guys? I might retire. He's asked questions, and the way he's answering them is, is very um, – Almost these, like Aaron Rodgers answers where you don't know. I'm living in the moment. I might. So what, the, the media will take that and run. He's only played eight seasons. It's not like Aaron Donald has been in football. You know, he's not played 14 years chasing the ring. He's got it now. But when you, have a, when you win a ring, you think that that's it? These guys are competitors. And A, yes, you said, he said he's gotten a lot of money. But how much more money, money is on the table now that he's won a ring? And he's going to get another big contract. I don't know if he gets another big contract. I mean, like, I, I mean, yes, not as big as the first one. Bigger. You think? What do you mean, Dave? If, if Aaron he's Donald's getting older, if, if Aaron, he's he's only played eight years, he's a defensive tackle. It's not like he's a running back. You know, if if he gets a if he hits free agency, Aaron Donald is going to get a ton of money. Look at the money JJ Watt or JJ Watt got. Mm-hmm. Think about it. When he was at the tail end of his career, he just got paid too. I think Aaron Donald is going to stick around for at least two or three more years. He's I don't only know, man. Eight. I mean, that's a that's a hard position to play. You're getting banged around literally every play. Um, it, First of all, it goes to show you that if you don't, like, I'm not going to knock anybody who doesn't like football, but I am going to question your Americanhood. No, that's not a word. Uh, if you're a red-blooded male American, you got to love football. And the reason why I say that is because of Donald's speech at the end, man. Just in his feelings, a mess, a crying mess, bro. That is football 101 right there. That is exactly why I love the game. And it's just like, after that, Maybe he knew. Maybe he knew going in, like, hey, listen, if I get this done, kids, if I win this Super Bowl, daddy's coming home, and he's staying home. I could see that. 
I could see it. I know you can't because I just don't you see, see millions and millions, millions and millions. Of dollars but and when you when you get to the NFL, what's the real goal? To become a millionaire? A million times over, right? Win a Super Bowl. Win all the accolades. Win a defensive player of the year. What he's done it all. But there's you act like Tom Brady didn't do it all. You know, like yeah, but he was some guys know, just man. have I understand Tom Brady's a bad example, but it's not Aaron Donald's not the first person in history to win a Super Bowl. Right. You know, and there's a legacy on the line. Right now, you can make the case that he's the best defensive tackle ever, but you can make the case for other guys as well. I think if Aaron Donald plays a couple more years at this level, then there is, really is no case to be made for anybody he's else. A, this coming in from Officer Chris Payne. He's a good guy who speaks well, walks away with his health and a nice bankroll and a head to the booth and talk about it. He could. My man, look, I, all I think, those things are going to be on the table still. I think he still has some goals. Running it back when you start, you know, the offseason. Are they going to be able to run it back though? I mean, that's 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 another conversation. Did anybody talk about how the Bucks brought back everybody with terrible cap situation as well? It's very possible, especially when you just won and everybody had fun together. Yeah, but the Bucks weren't loaded with stars like these guys are. Is what I'm the saying. Bucks were so loaded with I mean, stars, self-made stars. Levante David was a self-made, I mean, homegrown guy. Yeah, but then you got the, the Fournettes of the world. The the Godwin was a free agent. Yeah, so I don't think Fournette was making a lot of money. But either way, he had to resign. He was definitely due to get more money somewhere else. Antonio Brown resigned, even though he walked away from it. But you get what I'm saying. In the off season, there was a big question mark surrounding: Is AB going to come back? Godwin come back? Came back? It didn't d deal with any bullshit. With him wanting to walk at a team discount. So, yeah, of course, some guys want to run it back and see if they could repeat. Uh, the NFC isn't great. Look at the quarterback, Sepp Rogers, F off. <laughs> Thank you, <laughs> I guess, Dak. Um, so, anyway, so, yeah, Joe Green won four. Congratulations, Ken. They had to throw that Steelers spin on there eventually. Um, but, yeah, we'll, we'll have to get into what's coming next for a lot of these guys because, obviously, Aaron Donald, questions still to be answered, I think. I think there's definitely questions to be answered about Aaron Donald, but I think – Legacy-wise, the guy's amazing. Sean McVay, validating the hype, okay? This is, listen, if you ever want to listen to a guy talk football, like, I know a lot of people, a lot of people are rubbed the wrong way with Sean McVay. I think the guy's great. I, I think he's a football mind. He comes from a lineage of, of good coaches. He comes from a, a staff of just a tree that was it started in, in Washington, branched off, did his thing. A lot of those guys came off that Washington staff and succeeded. You know, obviously LaFleur's doing wonderful. McVay's doing great. Uh, this guy who he just coached against, all these guys, they're all doing well. McVay now has another. It, we talked about Aaron Donald doing it. Maybe McVay's done too. He's talked about stepping away from the game. He's got some money on the table right now he's he's contracted through 2023 so right now if he walked away he'd be walking away from 17 million dollars but he's about to get engaged according to sources right he's, he's about to do that he's about to start his life he just won a super bowl he's been the two what else does he i know he's a football mind but like is there is there left is there meat on the bone for this guy yes there's the pinnacle Yes. Does he want to get into this Ram situation next year where they might lose guys because of the contract and cap situation? You realize that these guys, this is what these guys do. This is I his job. It. It's his life. He won a Super Bowl. All this all this to build up to one, one point, he finally does it. I can't see a guy that's as competitive as him. Same thing with Aaron Donald, just leaving all this on the table and not, not having a chance to do something special and run it back. Sean McVay's under contract. Anytime you hear about a guy winning a Super Bowl, they answer questions like, oh, is that it? Did you reach the pinnacle? Are you done? This is all media speak as far as I'm concerned. Mm -hmm. Sean McVay looks like he's ready to go, bro. Like after the Super Bowl was over, he looked room? like he was ready to coach another game right there. So in these the guys aren't walking was, away from was... a goddamn thing, bro. Like there's a lot of money to be made for these guys. He's a young dude. Is Sean McVay, maybe he takes a year off? That's not even really feasible to me. At this point in his career, why would he do that? You know, everything Sean McVay has touched up to this point has been gold. Look at all the guys that have come from the Sean McVay family tree or coaching tree already. It's actually incredible for a coach this young. When I guess it really does come from Shanahan to begin with. But no, bro, just because he's – how many coaches have wives? Pretty much all of them, right? Except him. He's not – he's about to get but engaged. But the point that I'm making is – being an NFL head coach and being engaged or being married, that goes hand in hand. That's just an under that's par for the course. Just because he's about to get married, that has zero bearing on it. Okay. I don't think. All right, all, well, but just to talk event. about talk about his job in the actual game, I think Sean McVay kind of got out coached. In the second half, what was he doing with the reverse, the Philly special? Philly like, you're special. Getting too what cute, the hell bro. is going on? Too cute. And running back could have ran. 
could have ran for green pastures, and they, they tried to force feed a throw into Matt Stafford. Like, what are you trying to pull off here? Like, there's no reason to say, like, hey, it worked, you know? And, and it's not. Cooper Cup could have taken that to the house probably. There was one move to make on the corner, and he might have been gone. Gone, right. That's what I just said. He had green pastures in front of him. He could have just bolted. But yeah, a poor coaching decision on that regard. But overall, I mean, to say he got outcoached, I don't know. I don't know about that. But he did win the Super Bowl. So that's – McVay is, is a legend now. You know, you, you're waiting for this moment for him because you just knew it was bound to happen. It was inevitable. I think he's, you know, he's leaps and bounds smarter than a lot of guys out there. And uh, he gets it done. Stafford uh, catches the ball, and he gets destroyed. That's what I said, too. If he would have caught that ball, if he would have caught that ball, right, if they threw it this time, he was about to get destroyed by Bell. Bell was going to ring his bell, right? And he might not have even gotten the first down after all on a third down call. So bad call, bad situation. So I've been on the anti-Odell Beckham train for as long as he's been a, a, in the league Right, only it was the last I don't know three four weeks of the season I started thinking to myself like all right you know what when he's not bitching and moaning he's a really good football player and you can look past some of the the weirdness that he is and the, just the oddball effect that Odell brings right so now what's next the guy wins a Super Bowl I was I was gutted when he went hurt when he went down with the injury I was like oh my god like the guy just gets there he catches a touchdown in the Super Bowl he's got his moment he can help but tell you right now dude. If Odell Beckham plays the entire game, this isn't as close as it was. Yeah, I agree. As soon as as soon as Beckham went down, that's when the Bengals had some life. The what's his name? I can't even pronounce the Eli guy. Eli Apple? No. Cheeto? The guy that came in and filled in for Beckham oh, and dropped it. the ball that turned into turned a pick. Into an interception. Bye bye boy Cheeto. Shout out. It was there was fourteen thirty eight left in the second in the in the third quarter. And the Rams had already given up a touchdown and turned the ball over in territory. So they gave up ten points within a minute and that was all since the Odell Beckham injury. It went downhill immediately after that. But I, I wasn't gutted for him by any stretch. I was gutted for myself because I needed Odell to have like 11 <laughs> more points for me to win a fantasy He actually fell about in, five yards short of his over-under on the yardage. Or no, three, yeah, three receptions, I think five yards short on the over-under for him. So if you bet the over on him and went down, you knew it was over. Um, but in any event, so... What's next? Is OBJ, we don't know the extent of the injury yet. I'm sure it'll come out today, as a matter of fact. I don't think uh, it's an ACL. I think they would have known that already. They would have they would have came out and said they, they believe ACL. I don't think it was an ACL the way he was walking It was around. non-contact. You can walk of on Of course, it. of course. But there was him walking around on the, at halftime or, or the whole second half oh. acting, like, acting like he's not hurt. Now, I understand playing football and walking around are two different things, but if he had a torn ACL, I would imagine they would have had him. Patella tendon getting, is what Chris thinks um, off that. But can we talk about for a second – NBC and Chris Collinsworth, like, NBC harped on this kid for being hurt. And then Chris Collinsworth, the, with the Schefter moment of the year, with the obvious, he's like, this has to be really hard for Odell Beckham Jr. No shit, dude. Like, the guy, the, the camera is in his face. He's literally in tears on the sidelines because he's not out there helping his team. And they're just, they're staying with it, staying with it. NBC, whoever's producing that show, was like, stay with Beckham. Oh, uh, Beckham's hurt. Oh, well, Beckham, Beckham's crying. Get on Beckham again. Like, get off. There's so many things going on in the Super Bowl, and you're on Beckham half the game? Stop. Stop. I think that Odell Beckham's one of the biggest stars in the league. Whether you you know find that to be right, wrong, or indifferent, he is. And leading up to it, it was he's the glorified possession receiver. But Odell sells tickets. He he puts asses in seats. And Sam whatever reason, just came in and said if he didn't get hurt, he could have been an MVP candidate. Think so? Yeah, because he was he was getting all the looks early on. It wasn't Cooper Cup until Odell went down. Mm. Yeah. So yeah, of course. I agree. I agree. So what's next? What's for him? Not not yeah. sorry. <laughs> what's next for OBJ? I don't know that he's going to be able to re-sign with L.A. unless they, they make something happen with the cap. I know that they're not in great cap situation. I'm not sure what Von Miller's deal is like. Is he set to walk as well, or they got another year out of him? I don't know. I, all I know, I know is they're 14 over going into the offseason. So, and that's not that's, – I, I believe that's before they pay out their contracts. So they're going to be in a little bit of a nasty situation they, when it comes to the cap. Did they extend Stafford when they made that trade? Did they already do, rework no. the deal? No. So they didn't work the deal out at all. And no. I think He's only got one year I left. think that was smart on their end because now they could rework it and put some language in that contract. And Matthew Stafford probably has the ability to fix the entire cap situation on his own out in L.A., which I expect him to fu I fully expect him to do if he is able to do that. Chargers have a lot of cap space, deal. Kyle says. Why not sign Odell? 
Yeah, I wouldn't have to move. Now, I don't know. <laughs> See, there, I, right? Odell strikes me as the type of guy that would definitely go to where the money is at. But I don't know at this point if Odell wouldn't also be interested in giving it a one more year. Do you think Odell is still the guy to be a number one receiver somewhere? Or is, is that ship kind of sailed? Because he definitely excelled being the number two at this point, in this season in particular. Because I don't know. I think if if somebody, and I'm not saying this, if Dallas were to come calling and say, we got Cooper, we got Lamb, hey, Odell, you want to play too? He would... He would flourish in an offensive like that. I don't know if I'm taking him as a fan of the Cowboys, but as the GM, if you're going to do it, do it. But, like, for instance, if he lined up opposing your boy, Devontae Adams, you know, he would have a hell of a season. Of course, the Packers should have made that move. I think we would be having a different conversation But I'm saying, right do you now. think? but do you think he's got the intangibles to still be a one? Like, if he goes down to Jacksonville, like, can he be the guy? No. Right. So that, I, that, I think that ship is But sailed. I don't think that's necessarily a knock on him. Could he be the one on a team? Yes. Could he put up numbers? And if they if you throw him the ball a bunch, he's going to have a bunch of catches. Could he stay healthy? That's another that's another situation altogether. But no, I don't think he's good enough to be the one on a Super Bowl championship team. Yeah. If that makes sense. Yeah. No, but I, some, I, you know, there's, there's good number ones out there. And, that, we'll, and look, this is whatever he did injury-wise. He might not be ready for put it this way, training camp. Put it this or, way. Or Odell, Beckham, Odell Beckham Jr. is 100% in my mind a top 32 wide out in the NFL. You know, so I can't, you're not finding me 32 players better than him at receiver. It's not going to happen. So by that standard, then okay. he is a number one. Then yes, that makes sense then. Well, some, some teams could have two of the top 32. That's fine. But you understand what I'm saying? Like in terms of that standard, the tier fine. standard in terms of fantasy football kind of deal. I'm with it. Okay. Then yeah. Fine. Wow, no more fantasy football either. What, is, what a sad day it is today. What's next? It is time to debate Matt Stafford. Now that he has his Super Bowl, is he going to the Hall of Fame as a first ballot Hall of Famer? We all said he had the numbers. Now he has the hardware. Is this a, is he walking? Is he moonwalking into the Hall of Fame now? You notice how when I, on this graphic I took away, I was going to put is Matt, Matt Stafford a Hall of Famer, but I think that the conversation was there to be first had ballot. prior to him winning the Super Bowl. I don't think he was a Hall of Famer, but now when you win a Super Bowl and you look at the counting stats he's going to finish with, there is a very, very good chance that now Matthew Stafford is going to be a first ballot Hall of Famer. And I don't necessarily agree with that, but there's still a lot of work to be done. He might win another ring for all we know, but right now as it stands, there's no way. I just can't see him being first ballot. No MVP, no first team all pro, no Hall of Fame. That's what Kyle says. But, it, but what about Troy? I thought we had this conversation Friday. Troy Aikman, no MVP of the league, no no All-Pro. You know, he won. He's, he's in the Hall of Fame. He also won three rings. Um, but, yes, Anthony G coming in saying, yes, moonwalking into the Hall of Fame first ballot. I mean, like, Kyle, you, you're saying that, but now you got to look. There's a lot of quarterbacks in the Hall of Fame that I would imagine that that stands for, right? What are his numbers compared to? Uh, Maybe I'm wrong. What Maybe is there's his numbers not. compared to Eli? He blows it out of the water, Oh, he's right? got way better numbers than Eli. Yeah, so he's good. he should go in before Eli does. Numbers wise, now, is, is Philip Rivers going to get in the Hall of Fame? He doesn't have any hardware, so that could be a thing. I mean, the last, the one of note you think about right off the rip is, is Marino, right? Like no Hall of Fame, but crazy numbers. He's in the yeah, Hall. Yeah, but of he fame. was first team All Pro a bunch. Yeah, I know, but I'm just saying, like, you know, it. They listen. Winning is the name of the game in this league. You know, everybody. If you're not winning, forget it. Uh, pretty Archie Manning got in. Is Archie Manning a Hall of Famer? Is that a thing? Yeah. 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 Whoa. I didn't know that. At all. Are you sure? Yes. Archie Manning. I don't know about that. I, I For whatever reason, I, I do not think Archie Manning is a Hall of Famer. Can you look that up, Dina? Yep. Because uh, I'm actually very curious. Uh, because you talk about a guy with a mediocre career and play for a shit team the entire time. How the hell do you make a Hall of Fame? That's, oof, I don't know about well, that. Well, I don't think that um, Stafford's the first ballot Hall of Famer. But I do think you he's a think. guaranteed Hall of Famer at this point. What he and he has some work to do to be first Manning ballot. Manning was an inaugural inductee into the Saints Hall of Fame in 1988. Saints Hall of Fame. But he's yeah. not in the NFL Hall of Fame. No way. There's no shot. No, no. I, I, yeah. I will die on the hill. He is 1988 inaugural. That's not the That's not the Hall of Fame. The Hall of Fame Saints was there before 88. <laughs> right? The 88 was the first year they inducted the Hall of Fame? No. No. Right, so th that's that's definitely Fake news. the Saints Hall of Fame. That, there's no way that Archie Manning, yeah, oh, oh. Saints Hall of Fame. Thanks, Scoop. Yeah, do your research before you start commenting on their fake news bullshit. Not there's too. there's already one Manning in. I'm good with the Mannings getting in. Peyton's the guy. That's it. No more. But in my in my opinion, Stafford with this win, it puts him. If he retired this year, it puts him in the Hall of Fame. Think about that class now. Think about that class. 
if he retired this year, let's just say he rides into the sunset, wants to go away from football. Roethlisberger retired. Brady somewhat retired already. Rodgers has to make a decision. Can you imagine that class going into the Hall of Fame? All four quarterbacks get in. They all walk in. Well, we're not going to talk about Aaron Rodgers, but I will gloss I will, over the fact that will, they offer the Packers are set to offer a crazy contract to Rodgers. So worth it? Yeah, because okay. if you what do you mean worth it? You understand how this works, right? I mean, it, well, he's all world, so yes, it's no, worth it. No, but like right now, they owe him a ton of money as it stands. So them making this extension would just fix the cap situation. It's team friendly deal if they if they well, do they work can't it extend out. him for like four years. They can't spread it out that thin. They absolutely can. But he's not going to play four more years. So but anyway, that's the, whole, that's the whole point. Look, I'm not going to get into the whole language of how they'll work out the contract. <laughs> Always but, about Rogers but if Rodgers gets extended right now, it's going to help the team with their financial flexibility right now. Maybe enough There's to no pay question about $40 million for a receiver, too. Um, what else we got, Dean? Is that it? Oh, so obviously we've been talking about... I $40 million for Devontae before paying what you're paying Dak. See, I don't know. Like... I don't you know took you your shot. Do. You I, took your shot. I felt like that was a veiled shot. How is it a veiled shot? Forty million for a receiver too. I felt like that he's was about a to reset shot. the market. I'm not saying he's and not, not the giving best him receiver. forty million, thirty million. What? <laughs> Still thirty. They're just, just thirty. <laughs> Good lord! It takes a shot at Dak. I mean, I thought you. Got, can, I, I, I'm understand. I was under the impression. The right I was under the impression that you were taking a veiled shot at me. I've and, I've been the one that said that that Adams is the best receiver in football. No, that's that's. Yeah, well, you okay. also kind of did say Cooper Cup, maybe. Yeah, well, then he's in the conversation now, isn't all he, right, folks? But moving on, we don't want to have the Cowboys-Packers <laughs> debate right yeah, now. Yeah, we got all we got all offseason for that. But we do have Joe Burrow falling short. Um, now, the thing is with him is obviously the offensive line did not do him any favors. He was on the run and under duress the entire time. Um, I will say that it's going to be easier for the Rams to get back than it is for the Bengals. When I say that is the the Rams have to deal with the Packers if Rodgers comes back. Dallas might be a contender. I'll go into the odds in a second, which is numbing to me. And I don't understand why. But um, whatchamacallit. So the NFC isn't as loaded as the AFC. For them to get back, it's going to take him. It's going to take Burrow to beat the likes of Mahomes, Allen, Jackson. I know I nobody puts Jackson in that conversation except me because he does win games. I mean, he might not be your prototypical quarterback, but he does win games. Then there's Josh, then there's, a, then there's uh, Herbert. Apologist. Say what? All of a sudden, you're putting Lamar into that category? I'm just saying the Ravens will be back. No, yeah, you know, they the will Ravens be, will be back as a team. Whether he's doing it or not, the Ravens will be back. Um, and I also think that uh, Herbert, obviously the Chargers have a very young team. They can make a run. So it's going to be very difficult for Joe Burrow, Joe Burr, to get over the hump again. Do you think this is like, was it overblown, Gooch? Like with his whole swag and this, that, and the third, and look at him dripping and Joey B. And like, we all went over, we went now, over this on Friday it, with Kyle. Was it overblown? Yes, because the media makes a mountain of a molehill with every single thing that you could yeah. think of. <clears throat> Joe Burrow is a great young quarterback. Is he going to be a great young quarterback for years to come? Yes. I can't see Joe Burrow falling off the mountain at this point. It is going to be a tough road going in the AFC as you look forward with Plenty. Mahomes, Josh Allen. Like You're correct about that. But Joe Burrow is firmly entrenched in those names. You can make all the comments about him falling short. Him, Look, Matthew Stafford threw a pick to the 49ers that would have ended the game. He threw two picks yesterday. He played like shit in the whole second half outside of the final drive. This is what happens when you're going up against good talent. You know, it's not like Joe Burrow failed against bums. He went up against Aaron Donald and Von Miller. He got sacked seven times. He was sacked 23 times in the postseason. All right. First of all, Kyle, the guy is in his second year. He's not asking for an extension this year. That's not happening. He got There's a five-year plan, so that's a question not – I that's know that's, not, that's not – he's really trying to – validate his uh, second contract quarterback stuff, uh, His that argument of him not being able to get back. I'm talking about just the talent level in itself in the AFC for Joe Burrow not to get back. But I will say, dude, for a couple of weeks, and even us, we, we bought in a little bit. You know, we thought this hype train was, it was up and it was rolling, right? So now he falls short. Um, you know, that offense is good. The defense played well, but this that wasn't the Titans, right? It wasn't the Titans. The Rams were there. And even if the Rams fell short on two sack numbers, their offense is way better than the Tennessee Titans. So they went against the juggernaut of the Rams, and they fell short. My question is, does Joe Burrow, I don't know, was the hype worth the 
what we were yeah, talking dude, about. Yeah, dude, he's in his second year, and he made it to the Super Bowl. This is what happens when you go against a good team. They had the game in hand. I don't think it was Joe Burrow's fault that they lost. You could make, you could point it. I think they had a three and out late in the game. But but did he make a bad throw? I think he might have actually made a bad throw on that. So you're gonna mm. take you're gonna judge him on one play. Joe Burrow's made plays all year long. He's a young quarterback and he took his team to the Super Bowl. You could say that it was gifted to him all you want. I've said that about Brady for twenty years, and then at the end of his career he had seven rings. Right. So uh Payne came in and said, How many games did Joe Burrow play in the past two seasons? Also with the injury, I think he's back a couple times over his career. So again, I just I, I don't think the path is gonna be as easy. I think almost, uh, you know, again, going through that juggernaut of an AFC conference is just incredible. It's incredible. Um, and they have a really good head coach, young, good head coach. Yeah, that I, yeah. I would imagine you're going to see this team in the playoffs for, playoffs for a lot of years question. to come. But getting uh, back to the Super Bowl, who, who knows? I mean, I'm not making that prediction, but I think he'll be back. All right. Um, I didn't see anything. Ken Palmer came in for, um, whatchamacallit, some mixing talk. Not a lot of mixing to be found, man. Not a lot of mixing at all. And we knew that because the run defense and that front for the Rams was going to be difficult, so there wasn't a lot. But in his regard, never stayed healthy until this year. So now you got a healthy mixing going in. The Bengals are going to be tough. The Bengals are definitely going to be tough. That division is going to be tough. I want to say it's two teams right now without a real quarterback in Pittsburgh. I think they fall off a little bit, and I think Cleveland is just, I don't know what the hell Cleveland's ever going to be. Really, honestly, I just never could figure those guys out. But it's a two-team race, I think. The Bengals and the Ravens, I think they the battle P- I think the Steelers will end up getting a veteran quarterback. Think so? Yeah. Who? Who? Maybe maybe Winston. Okay. Not, not a bad. Maybe Russ? Mm. No? No Russ? Who's sitting right next to uh, Goodell, basically give him a handy during a freaking game. Like, oh, my God. It was, it was disturbing. I'm just like, how close do you have to be to the commissioner of the football league? Like, stop. We get it. We are liked, everybody. Yeah. Um, all right, so that's basically, I mean, all, all, what I wanted to touch on real quick was the 2023 Super Bowl odds to win. They came out last night as soon as the game was over. If you logged on to, to FanDuel, DraftKings, all of them, uh, BetMGM, all those guys, they came out with their futures, right? So here's the future. Here's the futures of the winners for next year. Leading off, top dog, the Chiefs, plus 700 right now to win the Super Bowl next year. Also, plus 700, the Buffalo Bills. Okay, so all of a sudden, the winner's coming out of the AFC next year, according to Vegas. This is where it gets tricky to me. It goes from plus 700 to plus 1,200, two teams. Two teams at plus 1,200. Ready? The Los Angeles Rams to run it back and the Dallas Cowboys. Like, what? Like, what? What am I missing here? I was kind of confused, but then I was corrected. And then right now the Packers are right behind them at plus 1,300. I think the Packers jump up once the Rodgers thing is worked out. That'll jump. If the Yeah. Well, I I, once it worked out. And then the Niners come in at plus 1,500. Dino, you can go back to the default one. Um, which we'll call. So the, the Niners being plus 1,500, that quarterback situation, no idea. So I figured it out after talking to a bunch of guys on Twitter and uh, on social media of why the Cowboys are, are plus 1,200 and now the fourth or tied for technically tied for second best odds to win the Super Bowl next year is because Cowboys fans are morons. And they're going to run to DraftKings right now and place that bet because you're never going to get better odds than that, right? That's why. Because they know that the Cowboys fans are going to jump all over and this bet. And you could combine that with the fact that they really are going to control that division for the foreseeable yeah, future. Yeah, fine, but what does that do? Obviously, they I mean, control the last year. They you, won the division by three I, games. I mean, it gets you it gets you almost a guarantee that no, not many other teams have, where the Packers would have it if Rodgers was back, guaranteed. <laughs> but you understand what I'm saying? Like yeah. They're, they're going to be in the postseason when you look at it. You look at it, who's the guaranteed teams to make the postseason? You say the Bills, the Chiefs, maybe not even the Chiefs. I guess you can't guarantee Yeah, anything, I would. But I, I would guarantee it the way they played in the second half. Uh, but uh, Chris Payne, what are your Jets? Well, the Jets, the worst I know right now is plus 20,000, and that is the Jacksonville Jaguars. So they're probably right around that same vicinity, I want to say. But it just kind of shocked me to see that uh, for the Cowboys. But I think the Cowboys fans will jump all over the bet and be like, hey, you know, we're going to do it again next year. Better. I, I said that to my, my son yesterday. I said, next year, Miles, the Cowboys will be in it. And little does Miles know that dad says that 
every year <laughs> for the last 30 years of my life or 26 years or whatever the hell it's been. Um, but yeah, so he's going to have to endure that pain with me. Uh, but that's the Super Bowl, man. I mean, that's a, it's an upsetting thing that the Super Bowl is, is come and gone. The season is over. A lot of husbands out there and boyfriends out there will be more productive on Sundays. Congratulations. I just to had you that folks. conversation today. That I just like, pull landscaping duty. You get me back on Sundays now. I mean, that unless, you know, unless, unless work decides to be uh, a little no, bit of a bitch. No, no, no. But, um, that's not happening. Yeah, I mean, look, there's projects around my house I got to get done. And, like, Sundays are going to be different. I'm not going to sit there and watch NASCAR or anything like that. I can't do it. I need baseball in my life really bad. Uh, yeah, before, but even baseball back, it's like a passive. I passively watch baseball. I'm not like I need to sit down at You'll watch the opening day game probably. Of course. Through. But but even even still, like, if I have something to do, you know, I'll move around during oh, the day. I'm not sitting there hard. I'm the same no. way with the Knicks and the Rangers. Like, I can't honestly watch every game that I tried, and especially during football season. Now I can get back into pro wrestling wrestling on monday nights if i want to which again i'll i do it because now i host a podcast about it so that's why i'm kind of required um which by the way we'll be recording later on chop heads combat sports we're going to go over something that we want to talk about briefly real quick because of dina and her picks one more time adesanya retains the title at ufc 250 uh two yeah hello 271 <laughs> dina killed it okay she nailed the shoey she <laughs> nailed that pick she said he would win, and the Black Beast got crushed. But mm -hmm. we'll get more into that in that show. But the big one is Adesanya wins another one. I was like, I was watching it like this. Like, I don't know if I'm going to make it. I don't know if I'm going to make it. <laughs> didn't say, like, I was in mid-conversation with so many people about it, and then they didn't hear from me until the next morning because I was just like, ah, I'm out. Um, yeah, the fight itself was very, very um, subpar. But it's what you expect out of a champion, a longstanding champion at this point. They're really not out there hungry to prove anything because it's already been proven in their eyes and it's up to the the challenger to come in and, and now i've never been the type of guy to say like you got to go in and beat the champion like by knocking him out or something like you just call the call I, the fight I know, but it is hard to win by decision no, even though those judges no, no it like, shouldn't be it should be this it should be you watch the fight and you watch round by round and you score the rounds and if this guy wins the round then you give it to him it doesn't matter who's the champion that's my take but that's the correct take. That's the correct take. But that's not. But that's how not it goes. necessarily how it always goes. Some of the judging in this card was so brutal. But oh my god, about that. dude, they they ripped. Up, we'll talk. Yeah, yeah I, mean, I don't want to get too deep into they the, ripped the, the judging. Publicly. But but Adesanya, what he does, he does it well. He keeps his distance. He's hard to take down. He uses his space well. And Whitaker, you know, just couldn't get inside on the takedown, and he was desperate for it. Didn't do enough. And Adesanya made him pay with leg kicks. So he could have done that all day if they would have fought for forty hours. You would have saw the exact same thing continue to happen. Whitaker will never beat Adesanya, even and though. You know, and the, the God, sorry. Even though that some people are actually crying foul as far as like the rounds that Whitaker won three rounds, he didn't, and he got chipped up early in the fight. I think Adesanya, if he could just show a little more of a killer instinct, he would elevate his his popularity just, just say, a little seems bit. A little laissez-faire about everything, and that that could be his personality. But every the writing was on the wall, guys. I don't know if you saw this. Like pre-fight, he won that rock paper scissors in the in the pre shake the handshake yep. like you know like touch gloves and he's like bop, 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 and he just he covered bobby knuckles his knuckles and he went to the corner i'm like the guy's so loose and I like right it. then and there i was <laughs> like this is his his fight to win this fight but anyway we'll get into that chop heads combat sports um one last thing i want to tell you about which i know i'm not sure if gooch saw this and scoop you brought it up earlier did you by any chance see the ace that was hit on 16th at the waste management open or whatever that golf where the the crowd went absolutely nuts, like at when I say at, all right. So you're just did they show it? Did they show it during the Super Bowl? No, they did, did share it. it on Twitter. I shared it on Twitter That's because how it was I saw it. an <laughs> epic scene. So and I asked my brother. I said, "Is this kind of like normal for this course?" And he's like, "Yeah, it's waste management course. Like you're allowed to be loud and obnoxious the entire time. So you know when they're like quiet, please, and like nobody can say anything while they're in their backstroke. They can do anything." The entire time. When this guy hits this ace, right? Hole in one. On, I think it was a part three. Hole in one. The crowd goes nuts. The beers that got wasted on that. Like it was <laughs> the announcers getting covered. It was this is epic. like a PGA thing. This is a golf outing, bro. A golf and, outing, or was it like actually like PGA? It's called the, the waste management thing, right? And like I'm thinking of like <laughs> I'm thinking of shooter McGavin when he gets like the, the beach volleyball that comes in, he's like, This is golf, you know, <laughs> he's so pissed off that it's happening. But dude, if golf was like that. Every time, I'd watch so much more golf. Oh, yeah. That's so intense. Yeah, I was going to say they should do that more often. Absolutely. Absolutely. But 
Huh, in any event, so congrats to Dina on her on her hits over thank the you, weekend. Um, what else? We, oh, by the way, I got to ask you, how are you feeling physically? Because I know you sent a picture to the group chat of a tennis racket because it was sunny and beautiful. And I got my cardio in. I, I was throwing. Uh, I Brady bunched my daughter, man. I hit her right in the face with the football. Oh. And I felt. So when I, when I tell you she got her way tenfold after that, I was like. I was like, here you go, ready? We're gonna well, here we go. And it just did it bang hurt? right on her face. Crying. Oh, right away. So like this is what you this I mean, me personally. I mean, look, hurt it, do, it, I don't it have any quick. kids yet, but with my nieces and nephews, and not to say that they're like the biggest best athletes because you know, they don't play enough besides the video games. But first thing you do is you take a ball and you throw it right at their face. And I'm sorry. Be like, see, it doesn't hurt. And then this way they're not afraid of the ball the rest of their life. Just make it seem like oh, so no you think big that was a deal. good thing that hit her face? Yeah, bro. It's like she lived. She got <laughs> she hit in the face with the ball. She's alive. And now she's That's good. experienced That's it. Good. And now she understands, like, well, the ball didn't really hurt that much. So you don't have to be afraid of the ball. Thank God, like, I threw it, like, sideways. Not like a tight spiral. Like, it was, like, sideways. Yeah, I will, be, your nose. I will be, like, soft tossing the balls. Well, this is going to come out really terrible. Balls. I'll soft toss tennis balls <laughs> to my kids right in the face. At a young age, so they know it's not going to hurt if they if they have to play baseball and they get hit in the face with the ball. They'll be all right. <laughs> Kyle, I love it. I saw two fat naked bikers having having sex. How am I supposed to chip? <laughs> I had to hit it off a of Frankenstein's fat foot. Um, that's such a great, oh, my God. I watched it the other day. That was always on. It's always on. But, uh, yeah, so I was asking you how you felt because you showed me a picture of your tennis. Did you play, obviously? Yeah. Yeah, how do you feel? You, you good? You um, loose? No. No. I feel like shit, actually. It <laughs> fucked up my whole weekend. And I had work that night. I definitely pulled my calf. Not good. Uh oh. You know, I was running style? Toward, you know, I had to I had to run up and make a play and just a, a rough situation. Mm-hmm. It didn't feel great. Mm-hmm. We actually had to stop. I kept going, but then we were sitting there and I'm like, you know, this is like like I'm I'm actually hurt right now. This isn't this isn't smart. We should probably stop. And the live uh, betting odds have just shifted just a little bit. Uh, now he will be dealing with a strained calf for the next six months. Because as a but, forty year old man, that's what happens. To under- no, I'm already good to go. Oh, you I'm feel good, good now? Yeah, You're I'm gonna good? go play tennis this week. We looked at the weather. I'd been texting with him this morning. Yeah, we're Dave. I'm gonna be playing tennis consistently until this match. I'm just giving you guys all the heads up. If Yo, I were guys, you, scoop. If Tom, I were you, uh, I would at least get out there a couple times and try and hit the ball. So you. Is what's going to happen though. If you go out and play tennis, you're going to be like, "I'm not doing this." You're like, "I'm not, I'm not going and playing." But if I game. if I know I don't have to run the length length of the court, knowing there's two other guys, okay, it might be different. It might be different. I'm not saying it's going to be different. Uh, tennis excuses, according to Ken Paulman, who, by the way, Gooch, questionable. <laughs> Your status now questionable. I'm definitely not questionable. I'm, I'm a game time I'm, decision. I'm 100 percent playing regardless. <laughs> so. There's no question about it. All right, no doubt. We shall see. I was questionable to continue playing the game the other day. I gave it a shot, and it wasn't able to go. So questionable. I have to be really injured for me to even be questionable, especially if I'm talking shit. Yeah, you are talking a lot talking of shit. Talking shit. You do a lot. You, you do that a lot. All right. Anyway, let's get out of here. I, I, this is very upsetting, but this is the last time you'll hear us talk about football for at least 24 hours. Uh, as the offseason. Yeah, of course, going to be football talk tomorrow. Yeah, the offseason is here for all 32 teams, right? The 31 teams go home a the loser. Draft order is set. Draft order is officially set, which, by the way, the Lions now have an extra 30-second pick in the draft because of the Stafford trade. So they're in the first round. The, 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 the Rams are not. So they're not anywhere near the first round. The draft order set. Free agency starts. The Underwear Olympics start because I'm not definitely not watching the uh, the real Olympics right now. But I will say the Underwear Olympics, a.k.a. the Combine, where everybody's just kind of running around in Under Armour shit and like, nobody can actually judge based off of those drills, you know, like wh- who's going to be good and who's not going to be good. If you can throw, you can throw. If you can run, you can run. Um, but yeah, so that starts at the end of, or beginning of March in prime time. Hopefully we get some baseball stuff to talk about. We'll update everybody on the lockout situation tomorrow. Um, but yeah, there's a full slate of NBA games. Kyle Kerms, my man, just so you know, off the hot seat was three and one on his pick. So to make four picks in just over four minutes and go three and one, Maybe, just maybe, the guy knows what he's talking it about. It was over four minutes, by the way. He I know. He edited the video. But, but it was a, um, it was because he fucked up. He misspoke early, and he would have definitely had if it he back. Didn't but trouble that's over part of being words. on the hot seat. Yeah, man. You got to get your shit together. Girl. I know. Should have put the Spurs. And he said that a million times. He's like, I should have put the Spurs. He would have won 4 If Joe Burrow would have done that, you would have been <laughs> all on his ass about it. So, you know. So, Kyle Kerr's on fire. Go standard. check out. 
KyleKerms.com. If you're not a VIP, become a VIP. Also, check out his uh, his YouTube channel, which can be found on this channel, which also, if you're not subscribed to this channel, be sure to do that and like the video, or we'll send Ashley after you. <laughs> yeah, Scoop says he's 6-1 and one last week, but nobody would know because he doesn't post his pics or talk about him on the podcast. He just gets very, he gets timid when it comes to that. Unless he, oh, no, no, he's gonna, you know what he's going to say right now. He's going to say, well, listen to CrossCourt Cast. You know, and then he would put all his bets in there. So he should be doing that. He, he should he be doing that. percent should be doing Make that. Make a graphic or two or three or four. Uh, do the gooch every morning. So thank you guys for watching us today on a football Monday. Super Bowl is over. The offseason is here. So for Sturch and Gooch, it's time to brainstorm some content because we gotta, we're gotta we going to load it all up yeah, in the offseason. He's going to quit shop sports, I think. It's over. That's Football it. season's over. Done. I'll see you guys in September. I'm, I'm sticking around, my folks. Hiatus. I'm sticking it, around. It feels like a Monday today. It does feel like right. It doesn't feel mm -hmm. like I don't feel great. Football season is over. It's I'm depressing. Starving. I am. Mm. I am hungry too. Yes. Um, but yeah, very depressing stuff. Uh, but we'll be back. Don't worry. We'll be back every day, eleven o'clock. Tell your friends. Subscribe to the channel. Do all that stuff. Like the video. Subscribe to the podcast network as well because uh, we got a lot of uh, a lot of cool things coming up for that in that regard. So Sturch, Gooch, Dina, Ash, everybody in studio. Thank you guys for watching. We'll see you guys tomorrow. Football season's fucking over.